If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. Last week, Mayor Lennon Breed went to listen to some live music at the Black Cat, a jazz venue in San Francisco's Tenderloin District. And it wasn't just any live music. It included a surprise late-night reunion performance by Raphael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins of the legendary Bay Area R&B group Tony Tony Tony. In a video that circulated widely across social media and news outlets across the country, Breed can be seen dancing and singing along at her table, doing precisely what they were crooning about, getting down. All of that, though, was done without a mask, just like every other patron visible in the video and just like Mari Carmendoza, the Chronicle's senior arts and entertainment editor who took the video Wednesday night and wrote and tweeted about it on Thursday. But Breed isn't just any Black Cat patron. She's the mayor of San Francisco. And back in August, she mandated that in addition to showing proof of full vaccination, everyone must wear a mask inside businesses unless they're actively eating or drinking. And so she's caught a ton of criticism, including from Brianna Keeler of CNN. Mayor Breed made a personal choice that, quite frankly, a lot of people make, right? That she won't comply with the rules. But if she thinks that they're too restrictive for vaccinated people, she is the mayor. Instead of arguing that she's in compliance with the masking rules when she isn't, she could advocate for all vaccinated San Franciscans that restrictions should be loosened. Either change the rules or live them. Marikar Mendoza joins me now to talk about what happened and what the reactions have been like since her story and tweets went viral. Marikar, thanks for joining Fifth Emission. You caught a politician in the act of violating her own city's indoor mask mandate. And I want to start here. Walk us through your night at the Black Cat. How did you end up there with Mayor London Breed? Well, as the senior arts entertainment editor at The Chronicle, I think it's really important to be out and about. I mean, if we're going to be talking about things going on in the city, um, recommending shows and things like that for folks to do, I think it's important to go out and do them. Um, But this night in particular, it was a Wednesday night. Kind of almost didn't want to go because it was right in the middle of the week. It's like school night. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got a tip that there was going to be a surprise guest at um, Maurice Mobetta Brown's um, residency. And so uh, we we went, my husband and I went um, at, it was like the eight o'clock show. And I felt comfortable about it because... We, I had just gone to Bottle Rock and I got my COVID test back Tuesday night, like the Tuesday before I went to Black Hat and it was negative. And so I was like, okay, cool. So now I feel good enough to go. And it's San Francisco. So to me, as a San Francisco resident, knowing what the, you know, that, that you have to show your vaccine proof to get into places, I felt, okay, if this is going to be my indoor thing, I'll do it for this, especially because I thought, ooh, who is a surprise guest? Um, so, so that's how I ended up there. Um, I hadn't actually seen the mayor when I, when I showed up, I didn't, I didn't see the mayor at the time. 
um, but eventually saw her when we were getting seated downstairs. Let's listen to how Breed responded to the criticism she received for being maskless indoors. Here's what she had to say to local media. No, I'm not going to sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. Eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and I'm drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. And yes, in the end time, while we're drinking, like everyone else there, we were all having a good time. And again, all vaccinated. Would you say that matches with what you saw, Mari Carr? Yeah. I mean, honestly, again, I wasn't there to monitor Mayor Reed at all. Uh, I was there for the show and we were sitting opposite of the venue from each other, but directly opposite. So if I really wanted to see, sure, I could see her. And the entire time that I did notice her, she didn't have her mask on. But to be fair, neither did I. Mm -hmm. I had food and drink in front of me the entire time, the entire show. Um, And I had my mask either like in my hand, on my wrist, or in a pocket, my back pocket or my jacket pocket. Um, and I and I remember anytime I got up to go to the bathroom, I remember when we were in the, you know, the bar area waiting. Yeah, I had my mask off because we had the drink on. Then when they were escorting people down, I put my mask back on. And while we were in the stairway, kind of waiting for, you know, had the mask on and all that stuff. By the time I got there, the mayor was already where she was being seated, and I didn't see her with her mask on. But again, no red flag really came to mind at the time when I saw that. I definitely didn't see her doing the mask on, mask off thing, but and nobody else. I really didn't see anybody else doing that either. Um, the people that were masked the entire time were the wait staff. You know, bless their heart. They freaking really had their mask on, and even, you know, towards the end. And in the night when it got stuffy because of all the, you know, moving crowd and everything, it, they kept their mask on. But I didn't see many people doing the on and off again. And then really, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that at any restaurant I've been to, mm-hmm. the on and off again. Mm-hmm. So, You mentioned no red flags. But as a patron of the Black Cat that night, what did her presence, the mayor of San Francisco, being in the crowd, what did that signal to you? I... And I kind of joked to her about this when I talked to her. I was like, oh, the mayor's here and she's she's having a good time. Then, you know, then we're good. We're safe. I'm, I, I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to a little bit of your conversation with the mayor that night at the Black Cat. So my whole, this entire pandemic has been focused on keeping people safe. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, with everyone who ha- everyone who comes in here has to show proof of vaccination. That gives me a lot of reassurance. I do do a lot of testing though on myself know, right? like, to make sure. I just took my test I, u- I usually don't shake hands, even though I shook your hand. I'm gonna wash my do my exactly. little, you know. So after the performance, you tweeted a video of that epic Tony 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 performance. And needless to say, it got a ton of reactions, and the story didn't turn out to be the one you originally thought you were reporting. Can you tell me more about what the response has been like for you? (laughs) So, yes, as a Bay Area native who was born in Oakland, who grew up in the 90s, Tony 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 was such a big part of my life. And sure enough, when when I shared the video, it wasn't until that moment that I realized, wait, hold on, the real news here, too, Mm -hmm. is that the mayor who had just announced, you know, the mask mandate and all that stuff in August is not masked and that she's not following the rules that she is putting forth. And that's when the story started to evolve. Um, And then that's when the story started to go crazy online, too, which I honestly didn't really expect for some reason. I don't know. I just 
I don't know what I was expecting, Mm -hmm. to be honest. I certainly wasn't expecting it to get to this point. Um, But it was never my intention to be a gotcha kind of story by any means. I, I remember when, you know, after Rafael Sadiq got off the microphone, I kind of ran over to the other side, hoping to catch him, to be honest, but he had left already. But I saw Dwayne Wiggins. And so I went and spoke to him and I, and I'm trying to remember if I had my mask on at the time. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did, but he was having a hard time hearing me because of the club, mm-hmm. the club noise. So I took it off. I understand not the, not, that is definitely against the rules, but I took it off so we could talk. And then after I talked to him, I saw the mayor nearby and wanted to make sure to get her comments as well as soon as I could. And so I went over to her without my mask and I started talking to her and very, very clearly stated who I was, that I was representing the San Francisco Chronicle, that the, I'm the arts entertainment of the San Francisco Chronicle. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about the show. And, um, and then towards the end of our conversation, that's when the COVID thing came up. I mean, she actually brought it up. She was very aware. And, you know, I, again, my first time back into an indoor venue, um, it's amazing how quickly they kind of like forget what the pro- COVID protocols are and how quickly you can get back into like normal pre-pandemic, you know, ways. And um, especially talking to the mayor, the first thing I did was I reached out my hand to give her a handshake. That's stuff you don't really, or you're not supposed to be doing that during the pandemic, but I did out of like reaction. And I remember her actually joking about like, I realized I, I shook your hand and I'm going to go ahead and wash my hands after this. I'm not touching my face. Like she was very aware mm-hmm. of of the situation. It in fact reminded me of that <laughs> where we were in the pandemic time. I mean, again, all of us were really riding high on this really great moment of Tony, Tony, Tony. But yeah, the reality is, is all of this was happening in the middle of a pandemic when there still is this mandate out there. So... The tone has changed at this point because the response has been wide-ranging, including a lot of criticism. So when Breed was asked about the criticism she received for being maskless at the Black Cat, she indirectly referred to you as the, quote, fun police, and that the (laughs) real story here is the Tony, Tony, Tony performance. What's your reaction to that? First of all, I mean, yeah, it was really cool that Tony, Tony, Tony was there. I, again ecstatic as a barrier native that was such a barrier moment the fact that she's calling me the fun police is is a little hilarious i mean if anybody knows me i am fun i'm not (laughs) trying to i'm not trying to stifle anybody else's fun i can attest to that you are fun (laughs) (laughs) thank you i'm the entertainment editor i want people to have fun Mm -hmm. that's what we write about but the fact of the matter is, is she's the mayor and she's the mayor who has to who announced the mandate who is supposed to be the model for this who is supposed to be enforcing it and so i you know it's unfortunate that she thinks that this is like not a real story and and whatnot but it is it's like you know she's a politician she knows what she got herself into and if it wasn't going to be me it was going to be somebody else there was so much 
video being taken that night, someone would have picked this story up. And I, I have to say, I mean, at least I was there. At least I was there to talk to her immediately after to get her reaction. This was not a gotcha piece by any means. Well, Mari Carr, I know this story has received a lot of attention you didn't exactly want, but I'm glad you at least got to get down with Tony, 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 and you captured this important moment that I think says a lot about the difficulties with the mayor and public health guidance. So thanks so much for chatting with me. Thank you. I appreciate being able to kind of share this side of how things went done. I think a lot of people are always interested to know how the sausage gets made. And um, yeah, I mean, really, I, I too am a fan first. And so having seen Tony, 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 Raphael Sadiq, Dwayne Wiggins out there, that was amazing. But journalism hat too, you got to report what you see. And what I saw was our maskless mayor. Right. Thanks so much, Mari Carr. After a quick break, I'll chat with City Hall columnist and Total SF podcast host Heather Knight about what political consequences this incident may have on Breed and what she thinks of her response so far. Heather Knight is a columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle, the co-host of the Total SF podcast, and a former co-host of Fifth Emission. Thanks for coming back on the show, Heather. Thank you. I'm glad I don't have to do it every day, but it's always fun to come on (laughs) now and then. (laughs) So you report on City Hall for the Chronicle, and I wonder, what do you make of how Breed has handled the criticism she's received for being maskless indoors? She's doubled down on her behavior and hasn't really said anything along the lines of this being a lapse in judgment. Yeah, I was kind of surprised because um, when we broke the story several months ago that she had dined at the French Laundry, which was also questionable under the the pandemic rules at the time, um, she pretty quickly apologized and said, you know, she had made a mistake and that it was important to follow these health orders. Um, And she owned up to it and didn't try to explain it away. And and I think as a politician, that's usually what you want to do because you want the story to go away. And if you say, yeah, you got me, sorry. You know, you you can end it quicker usually, um, but that hasn't been the case this time. Um, she gave a pretty long interview over the weekend to a TV station that I saw in which um, I couldn't help but laugh when she said, you're missing the real story, which was the reunion of Tony, Tony, Tony. And I was like, right. I have never heard that as an excuse from a politician who messed up. <laughs> right. um, yeah, but she was really adamant that um, that the media was not covering the real story, which was... <laughs> the reunion of this 90s group. Um, And she said that a few times. And I think she's just not getting it here, which is that, you know, the health orders, including from her very own um, public health officials, um, say specifically that if you are indoors, even if you're vaccinated, even if they've checked the vaccine cards at the door, that you need to be wearing your mask um, only when you're not, you know, in the moment eating and drinking. And she pretty clearly wasn't from the video that Mari Carr posted. Um, You know, she was not eating or drinking for quite a while as she was dancing. And of course, we all are so eager to have fun right now and be out and about and, and living normal life. But if you're going to be the mayor of a major city with these health orders in place, you either need to follow them or say why you think they should be changed. You can't really have it, you know, in the middle. Do you think there's something larger to say here about her leadership style? This is different than in the past when people caught her breaking her own rules and she apologized. Is this indicative of the moment we're in in the pandemic or how she's approaching her leadership now? 
I think she really rose to the occasion by and large during the pandemic and did prove to be a good mayor and um, and did lead by example. And she was pretty honest and relatable a lot of the time. And I watched so many news conferences where she and Dr. Grant Golf- Colfax were giving, you know, the, the big headline news of the day. And she did keep saying, this is really hard. I know we're all struggling. We're all exhausted. I'm exhausted. I, she said a number of times, which I could relate to as a woman, I want to go out and get my hair done. <laughs> I want to get my mm-hmm. nails done. But, you know, we can't do this yet. Um, and so I think she she has been good at you know, being relatable and, and hearing that other people are tired, but, um, and I'm sure that's still the case, but if she's going to have these health orders in place, then, um, she needs to follow them. Do you think that there will be any sort of short-term impacts of a controversy like this? Or do you think Mayor Breed, like you said, she's proven herself to be a pretty competent leader during a pandemic. Do you think her reputation is intact or does this undermine her authority? Um, I've actually noticed that it's gotten more national coverage than local news coverage. Um, it's all over CNN, and of course, it's all over Fox News. Right. <laughs> Sean Hannity, I saw, had had called her out on Twitter. So it's not the kind of um, move you want to make to just feed the national media beast, especially Fox News. They're always looking for the latest bad headline out of San Francisco, and <laughs> this just serves it up to them on a silver platter. Um, I haven't seen as much pushback locally. Um, I haven't noticed, unless I missed it, that other politicians have commented much one way or the other, um, perhaps because they don't want to be the next one to be cut out you know, without their mask or breaking the rule. Um, so I think it could possibly damage her reputation um, nationally, but locally it doesn't seem to be quite as big of a story. But I do think that people in San Francisco are kind of tired of the more stringent rules. Some some aren't and, and want, you know, very stringent rules to keep going. But um, I do notice on social media, a lot of people are like, well, you know, I'm vaccinated. The vast majority of San Francisco is vaccinated. Can't we just not wear these masks, you know, mm-hmm. indoors every place and maybe, you know, let it go back to if I feel I should, then I will. If if I don't, then I won't, um, which obviously was what she was going by the other night. So. Right. I mean, of course, we're at a different stage of the pandemic now, but this is reminiscent of that infamous French laundry dinner that Governor Gavin Newsom attended, which was also in violation of his own guidelines at that time. Do you think that the Black Cat, which is the venue that the (laughs) Mayor Breed was at, could this be her French laundry? Well, she had her own French laundry. Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Um, But... Uh, we'll see if the black cat sticks around, but they are good at like picking the places with these great memorable names right. <laughs> that are good for headlines. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so the timing of this incident is, of course, different than the French Laundry incident that Newsom uh, was a part of, which helped field the recall effort. Is timing working in Breed's favor? You know, San Francisco is continuing to fare well compared to other parts of the country. That must work to her advantage? Perhaps. Um, both of them went to the French Laundry in early November just as the winter surge was was striking. And so it seemed all the more um, notable that these two powerful, pretty wealthy people were at this fancy Michelin star restaurant um, in violation of their own orders um, as the orders were coming down and getting more severe. We're kind of, um, hopefully, knock on wood, not in that Mm -hmm. (laughs) situation anymore. And we're all hopeful, especially with the news that hopefully kids can be vaccinated soon, that we're once and for all 
coming out of this again knock on major wood mm-hmm. but um so the timing is different for her and maybe who knows this order will be lifted sooner rather than later if things keep going in the right direction in the bay area um that we don't need the indoor mask mandates um but again you know if you're the mayor and your own health officials say something, (laughs) you need to follow it. And there's no excuses. Even if Tony, Tony, Tony has gotten back together, that is not an excuse. Yeah, no 90s group can really excuse that. Thank you, Heather, so (laughs) much for chatting with me. Thank you. Heather Knight is a City Hall columnist for The Chronicle and the co-host of the Total SF podcast. I'd like to thank her and senior arts and entertainment editor Mari Carmendoza for speaking with me. You can find more stories on Breed being maskless inside the black cat on sfchronicle.com or on the Chronicle app. For more datebook coverage on events happening around the Bay Area, both indoors and outdoors, visit datebook.sfchronicle.com. Thank you to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thanks to you for listening. <laughs>